0: And then when I won the first stage, I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> you know, I, I knew I could do it, but to do it the first stage, the first opportunity was quite special.
1: G'day legends and welcome back to the First Room Podcast presented by Zwift, episode 66. And wow. I'm so excited for this episode. Our guest today is Charlotte Cool from Team DSM. Now, let me just paint the picture for you, okay? In the women's professional peloton, in the last two years, nobody has been able to touch Lorena Webers, who now races for SD Works. No one has been able to touch her in any sprint stage. In fact, she wins by like six or seven lengths kind of like a peak Mike Cavendish back in the day, if you've ever seen the videos of him winning. It's just unbelievable. She is so fast. Now, Lorena Webis used to race at Team DSM last year, and part of her lead-out train was Charlotte Cool, and she was, in fact, the last person who was dropping, the, dropping Webis off before she would launch for the sprint. And we always, I guess the cycling media often wondered how fast would Cool be if she was the leader? well now we have the answer she is now the sprint leader at team dsm and we got to see Weber's and cool go head to head at the start of this year at the uae tour and cool well she delivered not once but twice able to beat Weber's, and not just beat her by a hair or a time width she actually beat her by bike length on both occasions now Weber's did get one back on her and smoked her by a couple of lengths as well, but it's clear as day that Charlotte Cool is the one that can challenge Lorena Weber's, and it's just setting up an absolutely juicy battle at the Tour de France Femmes. I cannot wait for that, and that is something we talk about in this podcast. We chat about it with Charlotte Cool how did she transition from lead out to sprint leader, and what was that like? Um, We also talk about what did she learn from leading out and being part of the train that she's now taken with her as the sprint leader. We also talk about whether or not when Webis and Cole were both at DSM, did Charlotte think she could beat Lorena When they're on the same team that's an interesting question and it's one that takes an interesting answer and we also just chat about what skills and what you need to be a top level sprinter as well as a host of other things because charlotte is an absolute legend and she froths pro cycling like seriously probably more than i do she watches all the races men's women's really really loves it and it was so cool to chat with her and i think you guys are gonna love this episode but guys, I have to say, big shout out, right? Big shout out to Zwift, the title sponsor of the podcast. They're sponsoring the the roubaix Femmes this Sunday. This is my favorite weekend in cycling, Sunday. I can't wait, Para best racing ever. Um, so if you haven't tried Zwift, make sure you get on and try the seven day trial. Also, shout out to Smith Optics, the cycling sunglass uh, sponsor for the podcast, the XCs. Okay, I talked about them last week. The XC's guys you must just get on them they are an amazing sort of a blur between the casual and the sport sunglass they're really really cool retro vibes as well some really neat colorways and also attacker guys CR dash the press room for 15% off especially in Australia we're starting to switch seasons now getting into winter so uh, make sure you get into their winter gear I'll just give you a little tip right the long finger gloves Make sure you get on those long finger gloves for attacker. They and they are an elite product. Also, a little bit of housekeeping, guys. This episode is the last one for a little while. This will be the end of the season or this sort of summer-autumn block. And I'll have a little bit of a break, recharge, and start building for the next block of episodes that will probably drop around about the Giro time or after the Giro. I will have a special Giro episode, though, and also a special gravel race ep in May for seven gravel race. And that will likely feature maybe Tiff Cromwell and Nicholas Roach uh, who are coming over to race. But yes, a little bit of a break for me, so I hope you have listened to every episode. If you haven't already, make sure you do. But, uh, legends, this is it. It's time to get stuck into an absolute cracker of an episode. This is Charlotte Gould from Team DSM. We'll see you on the other side. So, uh, have you just had – you're just getting over corona or COVID? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That sucks when you get that mid-season, hey?
0: Yeah, it was absolutely um yeah, sad. Especially I started so good and I had such a high level. Um and then getting COVID um was f- quite frustrating, but um yeah, it is what it is.
1: Mm. When you're when you have to be uh, at home and you're forced, yeah, you have to have some forced rest. What did you find yourself doing? Did you try and keep yourself busy with something while you were at home?
0: Um I have to say, during the COVID, I was quite sick. So I um, yeah, I had not much time to do other things than lie in my bed and uh, dark, recovery. Uh, but I tried to do, uh, of course, uh, watch the races. And um, I mean, there were a lot of races, like men's races and women's races. So I just like to watch that. And then um, I try to find some good Netflix series or things to watch. Um, so yeah. Okay. That actually.
1: Did you find anything good to watch? Uh,
0: yeah, the Formula One uh, new episode was on, oh, so that was good. Good timing. Drive to Survive. <laughs> yeah, Drive to Survive. So, um, the, okay. and I have to say this last season was uh, quite exciting, more exciting than the other season. So, um, yeah, it was nice.
1: I agree. I really, um, uh, I really started to like Alonso. After the third season.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And now he's got a, a decent car. It's quite cool.
0: Yeah, indeed. 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 Yeah.
1: Well, um, well, that's really interesting. That's, that's, that's cool. I'm looking forward to the cycling one. That should be coming out soon too. Oh, God, yeah. July yeah.
0: It's like. so sad they don't did the moments, but I'm so excited for the – yeah, I think it will be exciting. I hope it, ha- it has the same explosion as it had for Formula One. So um... – yeah, that will be good.
1: Yeah. I'm sure if the, this one goes well, they'll do a women's one next because uh, that's where yeah. how much growth is in the sport.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Charlotte, you're a very exciting rider. I think um, especially now that uh, you're, say, the sprint leader in your team. And I wanted to know what is it like? Um, what was it like now being you know the lead sprinter in your team now that Lorena's uh at SD Works how did how did it feel at the start of the season
0: um yeah really exciting exciting of course um last year was different being lead out for Lorena and we won a lot of races which was also a really nice experience and um yeah this winter i knew uh, this year will be more my year with sprinting myself um so I worked really hard this winter um, and then the first goal was UAE, especially with such nice bench sprinters and also so nice that we we as women could finally do this race because mm-hmm. for sprinters, of course, it's a dream to race there. Yeah. Um, and then when I won the first stage, I was like, oh, <laughs> yes, you know, I, I knew I could do it, but to do it the first stage, the first opportunity was quite special um, and then ending it the way we did, uh, with the last days, yeah,
1: mm. just a dream. yeah, it's uh, and you didn't just beat, it. you didn't just win by a couple of you know, set, you know, you won by a quite comprehensive for both of them. It was pretty impressive, uh, to see. Yeah. And when, when, uh, you guys were teammates, you and Lorena Weber last year, when you were teammates, did you think that if you were sprinting against each other, that you could beat a Last year, like, did you think you were faster um, or that you could compete last year? Or was it only really this year that you thought, oh, yeah, I can actually beat her, I'm faster? Uh
0: No, I think I always had in my mind that in the future I will always be possible maybe to beat her. Um, That's just my self-belief. Mm, yeah. uh, and then um in training, we did also quite often some sprints next to each other and it was already always quite close and sometimes she won sometimes I won Um, but I think yeah last year how uh, strong she was it was quite normal um, that she did all the sprints Uh, and I have to say for me it was also quite clear. uh, I signed my contract and it was like, you will be a lead out and um, there will not many opportunities for yourself. But I just knew on that moment, uh, it will be a year to invest, to become better and stronger in this amazing team. And um, so my my mindset was also totally different as I knew, um, yeah, it will be a good year to improve myself and to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that was um, especially the mindset.
1: Mm, it's always important, I guess, for sprinters to have um, uh, a self confidence. It often seems yeah. that that comes and goes as well. At least from what I've True. seen, uh, you know, on the male on the male side, only very rarely do sprinters you know win for prolonged periods. You know, sometimes they have really? yeah like down periods and then they come back. Um, so that's really cool to hear. Did you, when you were working with uh Larima Lorena last year, did you um like was there anything that she would do during a race preparing or um, post race that you have taken, I guess, experience from, you know, for you this year?
0: Um, yeah, of course. I think um you see everything so close. Um and I think especially the things um like uh, not giving up so I think one thing I really learned is that uh, especially if you look to Woman's tour there were some states that were quite challenge, and she just never gave up and it resulted in I think two wins that were quite unexpected um, because she just kept on going and um, yeah took us all with her like I think I can make it over the climbs and otherwise we chase and maybe can come still come back. So I think I really learned about this part to never give up and uh, always keep on challenging. Um, but for the rest, I need to say, um, yeah, I think there's not really something, I think, aspect for that, that I was like, ooh, that I can take over. I am always looking really to myself, I have to say.
1: Mm. Okay, that's really cool. It's a great, It's I think it's a really good, um, storyline for the women's cycling because um, no one's really been able to compete with the arena in a proper sprint stage, like maybe on a harder classic stage, you know, uh, Bossamo, she might, you know, she's been able to get her once or twice, but in a dead sprint, no one's really near her. So now that there's, we have you have your own run at it and you've proven that you can beat her not once but twice. It just makes it such a cool um. Well, it just makes it a, a great narrative, like like on drive to survive. It just makes it a really cool storyline yeah, yeah. for the sport, right? And it's something yeah. that I'm really kind of looking forward to for the say, if you're both at the Tour de France, which I'm sure is is likely, that would be an epic uh, battle. Yeah, yeah. True.
0: No, I think it's for for sure for women cycling way better. I think last year it was for our part really nice that we dominate dominated the sprint so well. But, yeah of course it's way more exciting to look to a bunch sprint and be like oh who's going to win today yeah. uh that of course makes it more exciting so i think um yeah for sure it's good for the sport um and i hope uh, people who like to see a lot of bunch prints now
1: <laughs> yeah that's right yeah so um from your time as working as a in the lead out role were have you taken um like is there any I think like oh that's what I was gonna ask yes apart from obviously the power of you know that you need to sprint the finishing kick what are some of the other things you need to be good at um as a sprinter to to be successful
0: um yeah I think what we already said like the confidence I think you really need to believe in yourself um, because you make decisions in split seconds and not even maybe you're doing them on purpose but if you have the confidence, you just do it. And if you don't have the confidence, you maybe break on the wrong romance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for sure confidence. Um, yeah, you need to be really smart. Um, sometimes it's really boring because you need to save as much as energy as possible. So if you think, oh, I can move up myself, always think, no, no, no. Every second, every power I can save, I need to save. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that's also you need to be really focused the whole stage. For normal people, it's a really boring stage, but you just need to be focused to don't waste any energy. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and I think in the final, it's um, also, uh, yeah, you, you don't need to have fear. Um, yeah, you just uh, sometimes you need to go to a gap that is quite uh, small, but um, <laughs> then you just need
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose you've had a lot of uh experience racing in quite tight circuits when you were younger growing up in the netherlands i mean obviously a really good kermis scene um for the juniors there that must have been really helpful for now hey
0: yeah for sure i think uh that's really something uh to be uh happy with that i that i born in the netherlands and that i'm in dutchy i mean the racing here is crazy i think as a junior um, we learned already to go so fast in corners and in a bunch. And, yeah, I think that's a, a real big advantage we have as mm. Dutch riders.
1: It's, uh, I always compare it with um, but it's something that Australians and New Zealanders often talk about because, you know, when we have our big races here, our A-grade fields, for example, or a, even our nationals. You might only have 50 or 60 on the line um, mm-hmm. versus, you know, then the best of that crop, you know, go across to Europe and suddenly yeah. 150 and they're all trying to, you know, and much narrower roads. So yeah, it's true. A, it's yeah. A good contrast. I wondered, have you have you had a chance to race with Maeve yet?
0: Yeah, yeah, already quite a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cool. Oh, that's good. It'd be a good team uh in the lead yeah, out. yeah. She's pretty quick. As yeah, well. yeah.
0: It's really exciting. Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, um I wanted to know when you were growing up uh, and as a junior, who were did you have a role model in cycling that you looked up to? Was there anyone that you looked up to when you were a young junior?
0: Um, yeah, I think for sure to Mariana Foss. Um, I think what she already did in her career um, yeah, yeah, is quite impressive. Um, she was dominating it uh, for a long time. Um, I think the time changed a bit. Although yeah. I think that's also good, but um yeah, for sure I always looked on television to false and uh yeah, think she was my uh, idol. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's Voss is awesome. She's one of my favorites too. And she's won so many races on everything, like track, yeah, road, yeah. <laughs> mountain bike, I mean, and cycle cross, obviously. Do you ever yeah. race uh on the track, Charlotte?
0: No, no, no. I did uh, when I was younger speed skating. Um, So I um, had a lot of years in the ice rink (laughs) and then I decided to go full for cycling. I already did it both, but uh, more speed skating. And then when I started to study and I had to choose, um, I liked cycling more. So, um, yeah, I went full for cycling, actually. Hmm.
1: Is space skating, that's pretty big in the Netherlands, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's uh, really, really big. Yeah, is it like a big oh, yeah. Although, yeah, it's bigger than cycling for sure. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. Jeez. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> and now is is the speed cycling format similar to track cycling? Like, is there like a scratch race? Is there points, or is, how does
0: um, it? No, it's it is a kind of similar, but. Um, it's more a distance, so um, it's like the IP from on the track.
1: Oh yeah,
0: where they do like three k or one uh, k. That's it's quite similar. So you are always on your own, um, and you have you ride the same ones on the track um, against someone, but you can't be out of the wind of the rider next to you. So it's all about the time.
1: Mm. Wow okay yeah. interesting um yeah. what about now do you look up to any particular riders while you're a professional yourself
0: uh no I need to say right now it's not that I really have an idol uh yeah. to be honest uh, yeah. of course I really like to see the men's races um uh, and I think um, we all really like to see how much Pogacar and Wout van Aert are doing. I mean, this is amazing racing and that's just uh, really exciting to see. But also the sprinters, I think there are coming so many young new sprinters. And yeah, it's I think that's for me more exciting to watch because it's they are not my rivals. Um, <laughs> and I feel in women's cycling, they're more my rival. So it will be weird to have an idol in women's cycling yeah, if it's my rival. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Uh, uh, in the men's, like you said, the sprinters, there's so many now that can win. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, Arnold Dele. He's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: And I also really, uh, it's also really nice to see Sam doing really well uh, mm. from our team, of course. Yes. Yep. And uh, also Olaf Coy, uh, who is still so young, but mm. doesn't have a really good, good lead out, but he's always there on the right moment. And he's really smart. And that's really nice to see.
1: Yeah, he's got a big future too. I think you, yeah. you, after this will be um, yeah interesting to see how long he stays at Lotto, actually, because, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sure many teams will be after him. Olaf koi yeah, it's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just talking with a couple of, well, about a couple of hours ago, I was talking with um, Elise Shabby about um, flanders this weekend. I wondered in the women's race, who do you think will win?
0: Oh, I think uh, Fiverr will win.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. on form, isn't she? Yeah. She
0: is such a firm. with, I have to say, I already um, on training camp this winter, she was flying and I, I said to her, I think this season is going to be a special season for you. And she also said it to me, but I, and I can feel it was, she was really speaking the truth, but I was also really speaking the truth to her, like start to believe in it, because I think this season you can really smash it. Like, I mean, you did all those years working for others and you're so strong, so smart. Um, I think this season is going to bring you a lot. And, um, yeah, how she already did it. I mean, in the Panna, I was not on my normal form, but that she wanted there was actually even more beautiful for me than reading myself, I think. I mean, she's such a team player, um, always there. She will always do everything for me and for the rest of the team. So I think um, it was a really deserved win.
1: Mm. And sometimes when you just get that first win or that first big breakthrough, mm-hmm. always yeah. open floodgates, doesn't it? It just, it would have. Yeah,
0: opened. I can see it on her. She is, she, she believes also more in it. And she is. Nice. I, I can, uh, yeah, I think five will win.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> so I hope. That's so good. Um, okay. So, what about this? If, um, say, for example, when you're uh, not cycling and not sick, <laughs> um, yeah. What are you what are you doing in your spare time what do you like to do outside of cycling uh
0: yeah I need to say this is quite difficult because normally my whole life is about cycling and all the things you do are like um thinking <laughs> about cycling your mind yeah. but um on a really nice rest day in the summer I really like to go um boating um oh. my parents have a nice boat and then um yeah uh take some friends on the boat and uh, have a nice uh, day or evening with sunset on the boat that's uh hmm. yeah i really like to do that and nice.
1: um, is it like sometimes skiing sort of yeah you know, like a motorbike or a sailboat
0: no just uh yeah like um not with a boat. sailboat but uh with a motor like a boat with, with boat. a motor so yeah yeah, yeah. So cool. it's a bit chilling. yeah speedboat kind of uh vibes nice. and um yeah, I really like to do that. And sometimes I also do uh, water skiing. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, we've you,
1: yeah, we, uh, water skiing. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Cool. I did this from a young age. But, uh, yeah, I really like to do that. And uh, also, of course, to go to cafes, have a nice coffee with friends, or shopping, also important. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a bit what I really like to do.
1: Okay. When you're doing the water skiing, is it like uh, – like the two skis, or are you on the wakeboard or one ski? Uh,
0: I, I do on the mono oh. ski, one ski most oh, one of the time. Ski.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, super cool. okay. Yeah. I learned it from my dad uh, when I was younger. And uh, yeah, it's really funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> super cool. Okay. So uh, for the rest, I guess while you're trying to get back into um, shape coming back from uh, COVID, um, has it been hard trying to get back into training? Have you had any after effects or are you feeling pretty doable
0: now? Um, no, I need to say I'm really happy that I'm healthy now. And um, we yeah. did it also medical um, really well. I think the team uh, carried a lot of about me. Yeah. So uh, we didn't over, uh, yeah, overreach anything. Uh, they really give me the time. So I went, um, after I got sick, um, and I was feeling better, I went to Spain to have a good training block there, uh, especially endurance, because with, yeah, the sickness I had, you most of the time lose your, um, yeah, really your, um, not not your sprint or your, uh, uh, high intensity, but more your endurance. Absolutely. So we did a lot of nice endurance block, and then... Um, yeah, I I hoped that I was good for the pannen and for handweaving, but yeah. yeah, I think I uh, knew somewhere that it was wouldn't be good enough. But um, I think the the races were good. Um, yeah, good training again, and uh, I hope we can build from there on. And uh-huh. we have now again a nice week of training, and then we will see towards the next goals uh, what it will bring.
1: Mm, okay okay so you probably won't line up for Roubaix uh
0: yeah I will do Ruba but if I'm in a good shape um I don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I it takes a couple a of, couple of uh times to get back did you yeah do-
0: but we have we have a lot of good writers so um yeah. I can also help them
1: for sure did you do Roubaix last year just trying to look. you oh uh,
0: yeah know. I did it uh, both times yeah
1: oh you did wow she did the wet edition
0: yeah yeah oh i crashed already before the first global section so oh i was yeah it was terrible but i i was like i i want to go to this velodrome i don't care and i picked up so many riders on the road and i of course came out of time limit but i reached the velodrome and oh it was epic and then from that moment i fell in love with this race i mean it's something
1: special yeah, it is, isn't it? I love the fact, I, even if you make it to the Velodrome outside the time limit, that's still finished in Roubaix. That should still be. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. Uh, I love that. No, that's love something that. special
0: this race.
1: Mm. Yeah. Amazing history too. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: and I think also if you win there, then uh, you might not be always the strongest, but you also had the most of the luck, I feel, so yeah. then winning is even more special because then everything, yeah, you had everything with you or, or something. It's yeah. I think it's really special to win there. Yeah.
1: Um, I've got a question from one of our fans. They say um, oh, it's about, okay, here we go. So it's about Grand Tours. So um, do you think the format of Grand Tours or do you think the format of Grand Tours should grow to three weeks? So do you think they should be longer or do you think where they're at now, that sort of seven to ten day length is is good?
0: Uh yeah, I think for now is um is yeah, it's more than enough, I think. Um of course a lot of people want to um compare us to the men's, but I think there is still a physical difference between men's and women's. Right. So we are also not yeah. um so- good enough um to do the same distance as them as we have not this capability um so I think that's the same with three weeks of racing I think men's uh, recovering faster um can train more so they also yeah can train better to recover better um so I think for us 10 days is more than enough um we have also a lot of other really nice races and our teams are also not this big so um, no, I think for now this is more than enough.
1: Mm, definitely seems like the right amount. And yeah. I was chatting with, I had a similar question for Elise earlier and she mentioned how, and it's pretty noticeable in the last two years, the 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 quality and the density of the women's peloton has improved so much, you know, it's, it's a much deeper field now. And, yeah. yeah, once I think when that continues to get even, you know, the pool of riders who are competing for the win is even bigger now, um yeah, then maybe they might consider raising it. But I kind of like from a from a uh, uh you know, a watcher's point of view, a watcher. Yeah, well, yeah. It seems like the right the right amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: true. I think it's yeah,
1: yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Is um I imagine this year the Tour de France would be a big goal if you can make make it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. What was it like participating in it last year?
0: Uh, Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I had not the best experience as I stopped uh, in the middle of the race uh, because I did Giro and Giro and tour where in the end, maybe a bit too much. Um, But yeah, to start there was already super, super exciting. And yeah, it's something different than all the other races. The attention we get there is I think what we deserve and um, it's a really really big race yeah mm. for sure the biggest. Yeah.
1: wow that's so cool can't, I can't wait I can't wait to for the next round but there's also yeah. so many big races before as well
0: <laughs> yeah true there are a lot of races to go to oh
1: so good and you know the, the coverage of women's cycling is so much better now being able to watch it on GCN is, is so amazing yeah. isn't it
0: I think this tour also indeed helped um, a lot with the rest of the year and yeah, to give the women's an extra step in the mm. yeah right direction.
1: Mm. Um, who do you think will win in the men's race for Flanders this weekend?
0: Ooh. <laughs> Tough, isn't it? It's really hard with, I think, Mathieu van Voo. Yeah. Yeah, he's looking
1: yeah, good. I, think...
0: I mean, yeah. Um, he has something. If he really wants to win, yeah, most of the times he wins.
1: Yeah,
0: he's he. I don't know. He's just uh some someone different. Yeah, I feel so.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Okay, and now I've got two questions for you from me. Um, what is the race that you're looking forward to the most this year?
0: Um, yeah, I think Tour de France then. Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, yeah. Tour de France. And what about this? What's your favorite? post-race or post-training meal? So best of what you're looking forward to after a race to eat.
0: (laughs) Um, That's a difficult one. Um, Yeah, normally we have our recovery, but... That's not the nicest thing to nah, ever. Nah, forget uh, the recovery
1: thing. We want, you know. Yeah, yeah okay.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not a real fan of burgers, I need to say. I think I will say um, a pizza, a good pizza. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. You can't go wrong with a pizza. Now, what's on the pizza?
0: Um. Oh, people will hate me about this. But I love the pizza Hawaii. I'm sorry.
1: The what? Sorry.
0: The pizza Hawaii. So with the it's a pineapple. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Italians. Italians will hate me. That's alright. But I love it. Yeah.
1: What? So just Hawaii. So just the the pineapple and like ham.
0: Yeah, the ham and the pineapple. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think that might be an Australian thing too. We love pineapple.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's everywhere normal, I expect, of Italy.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, the normal human beings. And everyone that doesn't like this on the podcast, you're free to um, follow <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, sweet. Okay, well, um, Charlotte, it was so good to talk to you. I'm a big fan of yours and so are the um, listeners of the podcast, I think. Yeah. Um, you and Lorena and everyone else coming up into the four, just another exciting package for the women's sport so um thanks a lot for your time
0: yeah thanks for having me I, it's also an honor to uh, get invited here
1: Legends, that is another episode of the Press Room Podcast, done and dusted. Charlotte Cool, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Absolute delight to talk to you. Shout out to DSM, Lucas for um, helping me set this podcast up. Really, really appreciate it. Shout out to everyone who listened, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. When you're sitting on your bike listening to this one, doing your training, or you're at work getting it done, earning that cash, or just at home doing a bit of chores and you're listening to this stuff, honestly, I just love hearing uh, and knowing that everyone is enjoying these episodes. I love doing them, and it's very nice to hear the feedback. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe as well so you get the episode straight away. Hit the little bell on, um, on Spotify. And uh, yeah, Legends, this is it for a, for a month or two. Um, we'll go back to the drawing board, put some new episodes together, some new plans in place in the middle of the year. I'll be back for a seven gravel race episode in May, um, hopefully with Tiff Cromwell and Nicholas Roach, who are coming over to race the event, and maybe even Blazovich as well, the previous winner. And then we'll do an episode for the Giro. I'll try and see if I can get an audio diary for the Giro. Um, if not... We might speak to the big man, Jai Hindley, um, for a bit of Giro chat and also maybe a bit of talk about his run to the Tour de France this year and a bit of Bunnings snag chat. But all right, legends, thank you so much for listening and I'll see ya in a few weeks, eh? TBR out. Thanks again.